Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. In this segment, in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Paper Mill in Lawrenceville. If you live in Duluth or Lawrenceville or Snellville or any of the areas, Lilburn maybe, you might be familiar with the subdivision Paper Mill in Lawrenceville. Post-closing nightmares, is there a way to avoid them? Some cases, no. But sometimes, yes. And what are the top reasons for selling a home in a shifting market? Don't forget, we want to connect with you. My name is Cleve Gaddis, by the way. In addition to being the host of this show, I am a full-time real estate broker with a team full of agents called Modern Traditions Realty Group, helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords all throughout Metro Atlanta make the best decisions along the way when buying, selling, or investing in homes. We really just don't want you to learn anything at closing you should have learned at closing or after you should have learned before. Go to gogaddisradio.com. G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back. You can share your ideas with us. You can also request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. Without further ado, let's jump into our neighborhood spotlight. This week, we are featuring Paper Mill in Lawrenceville. If you are on Highway 316 going east, you exit right onto Highway 120. You turn right on Pike Street or Highway 129 through downtown Lawrenceville, then turn right on Paper Mill Road. The subdivision is on the right. We're going to take a look at what's happened pricing-wise in that subdivision. Over the last three years, there are about 200 homes in the neighborhood, which means we would expect there to be 12, 13, 14 homes selling in the neighborhood every year. This neighborhood has very low turnover. And it doesn't mean that the neighborhood is not popular. It probably means that people are enjoying living in the neighborhood so much they're not selling homes in the neighborhood at the normal expected rate. In 2020, there were six homes that sold. They took a, an average of 11 days from the time they went on the market to the time they went under contract. The average sales price was 303833 ranged from a low of 265000 up to a high of 337000 List price to sales price ratio was 98.7%. In 2021, there were five homes sold, one less than in 2020. On average, the homes took eight days from contract to closing, eight days from contract to closing. The average sales price was $351,580, which ranged from a low of $311,000 up to $385,000. Homes sold for 0.1% more than they were listed for. So you can definitely tell it was a seller's market. In 2022, four homes sold. And listen to this, an average of 65 days when you only have four homes sold, if you get one home and it stays on the market for you know, an extended period of time, it totally throws your days on the market out of whack. So it was 11 days in 2020, eight days in 2021, and 65 days in 2022. The average sales price, $467,200, which ranged from a low of $400,000 up to a high of $515,000. Homes sold for 0.9% more than their list price. There are currently two homes listed for sale in the neighborhood, which if four homes sold in the last 365 days, means there is six months' worth of supply in that neighborhood. Homes are priced from four hundred and fifteen thousand up to four hundred and ninety-nine thousand nine hundred. Average list price of four hundred and fifty-seven thousand four fifty. The hundred ninety-six homes in the neighborhood in two thousand eleven, average home in the neighborhood was worth one hundred and thirty-three thousand nine hundred, as demonstrated by the average sales price that year. In twenty twenty-two, with an average sales price of four hundred and sixty-seven thousand two hundred, homeowners in that neighborhood have gained. 
equity, have increased the equity in their homes $65 million, $65,326,800 to be exact. Paper Mill in Lawrenceville, great subdivision. If you're interested, go take a look. And if you want someone to help you take a look for a home in that neighborhood or any other neighborhood in Metro Atlanta for that matter, I encourage you to consider using the Modern Traditions Realty Group. That is my real estate sales team. We help buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords all throughout Metro Atlanta make the best decisions when buying, selling, or investing, or even renting properties in Metro Atlanta. We can be reached by going to gogaddisradio.com or you can just call us, 770-497-0000. If you're the type of homeowner, you're the type of buyer, you're the type of seller who doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education, then I would assume most of us would fit into that group. And you also don't want to underestimate the effect a school district might have on the value of your home. And I recommend you get a school chimp report. Just go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on school chimp. It's the only place you'll find them available in the United States. And it will give you a proprietary ranking or rating of the school, like an A, B, C, D rating. It'll also give you all the demographic information you're looking for, the average age of a home, educational attainment of parents in the areas, average household income, you know, things like that. Things you might be interested in knowing either before you put your home on the market or before you put a home under contract to buy in that particular market. And then we overlay all of the real estate data for that particular market over the last five, seven years to really help you understand just what's happened in terms of real estate values in that school district over the last five to seven years. Many home buyers are really eager to get into their home right after closing, but there may be other reasons why it is important to do so. Fear of, of missing out or not wanting anything to go wrong. Uh, we got a listener question. This is from Margo in Doraville. Uh, our friends bought a home last month and just after closing their pipes burst because of the freeze. Uh, this must be talking about right before Christmas. The home had been vacant until then, and they had not moved in yet. Do they have any recourse on the seller? I'm not an attorney, so I'm, I'm just going to sort of hypothetically give an answer to that question because it could be based on the purchase agreement that there is some liability on the part of the seller. But the reality is is that when you go to closing in the state of Georgia, uh, you when you sign the closing statement, you as the seller and you as the buyer are saying, hey, everything that needs to be done has been done. I don't expect anything from anybody. Um, the seller from the buyer, the buyer from the seller, the clients from the agents, uh, the, the clients from the closing attorney, I don't expect anything from you. And so after you close on a property, uh, Margot in Doraville, it becomes your yours to deal with. And so it's very insensitive for me to say it becomes your problem because in your case, it was a significant problem. And I would not wish that on anyone. We had a home seller uh, who had his home listed and um, did not take the necessary precautions during the freeze. And we really didn't have any idea that he had water pipes up in his attic. I'm not sure how they got there, um, but had water pipes up in the attic and they burst and it ruined his house. It was really, really bad. It took a month and a half for him to clean it all up. So Margo, I, I feel for you. And so my suggestion for anybody who buys a home and takes 
a delayed possession, meaning allows the seller to maintain possession of the home for X number of days or however long it might be that you immediately accept full responsibility for that home. So in times of, you know, freezing temperatures, you either need to have the HVAC turned on or you need to have the water dripping, you need to have the heat turned on. Uh, or the water dripping, you need to do something to take precautions to make sure that you protect the home and you want to make sure. And I assume in Margo, I'm assuming Margo, in your case, that you had uh, homeowner's insurance. And so your homeowner's insurance will take care of that, you know, leak because it wasn't a flood. It was a plumbing issue. Um, but my suggestion is as soon as you buy that house, you consider it yours and you take care of it as if you lived in the house effective that day. Um, I don't ever think it's a really good idea to leave the seller in the home after closing. Sometimes you really can't help it because, you know, that's just what they're demanding in order for you to be able to buy that perfect home. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. The answer, I'm Cleve Gaddis, and you can connect with me really, really easily. You can go to gogaddisradio.com or you can dial 770-497-0000. What are the top reasons for selling a home? in 2023. Well, let me tell you what they are, because some of you might be thinking, gosh, I can't imagine somebody selling or buying a home right now in today's market. There are a lot of people who sell or buy homes in today's market, and 21% of those do so because they want to move closer to loved ones. Makes sense to me. 11% decide to sell because they're moving due to retirement. 11% decide to move because the neighborhood has become less desirable, and that's sad. That actually makes me sad. Think about someone living in a neighborhood and the quality of the neighborhood going down so that they don't desire to live there anymore. And who knows, maybe them selling and bringing in fresh buyers, fresh homeowners, uh, maybe that would add to the improvement of the neighborhood. 10% of the people move because their home is too small, and 9% of the people, 9% of people move because there is a change in the structure of their household. So again, 21% move closer to be Move to be closer to loved ones. 11% move due to retirement. 11% moving because a neighborhood has become less desirable. 10% because the home is too small. And 9% because there is a change in the structure of their household. If you are thinking of selling your home anytime in the next six months, we believe we can sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. And believe it or not, I like a challenge. And so if you are thinking of selling your home, even if you're thinking of selling with another real estate professional in Metro Atlanta, I still invite you to reach out to us and at least sort of interview us for the job. And I invite you to challenge me to prove to you that I could sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. How do you do that? Go to gogaddisradio.com, click on sell for $28,000 more. You will find it right there in front of your face when you go to gogaddisradio.com. Put in a little information about yourself and your home. I will reach out to you personally, and I would gladly accept the challenge to show you how I can sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor, or should I say my team can sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor. You've been listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts, so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn anything at at closing or after closing that you should have learned before. We want you to be confident in all of the decisions you make. This is the first time I have closed out a radio show uh, after having a grandbaby. 
So to you, my listeners right here in Metro Atlanta, I say have a great week, and I'll talk to you next Saturday at 9 a.m. And to Jesse, my grandson, I say I love you.